0: go online and click the give button and give that away. And so, um, you know, Psalm 119 talks about God's faithfulness and how his faithfulness is good to all generations till the end of time, which time is not going to end with him. So his faithfulness is so good. And so we can take that and we can take it to the bank with Malachi 310 that says, test me in this that you bring the tithe into the house and see that I might pour a blessing out onto you. And he's not just talking about uh, monetary things. We don't know if our blessings are going to come back as spiritual blessings or physical blessings. We just got to be faithful to bring whatever we have. And if that is your gift to bring it to the house and, and be a part of the ministry here, you need to bring it if you expect blessings back in your life. And that may come back as a physical or a spiritual blessing. We, we don't need to be seeking what, what is coming back for what we bring, whether it's money, whether it's our time, our service, whatever it is. We just need to bring it. <laughs> you know, athletes are expected to bring it to the game. A teacher is expected to bring it to the class. We are followers of Christ. We're expected to bring it. Just so happens at this time in the service, we're going to bring our monetary gifts to the Lord. Amen? And we can look around and we can see the fruit of his faithfulness and his goodness and what he has blessed us with. We have buildings, people. Buildings. Buildings. Now we just need sidewalks to those buildings. Amen? Anybody who's gone back and forth? Hallelujah. Covered sidewalks. That's on my list. Hallelujah. So I'm going to ask that you bring what you have purpose to bring. Don't second guess yourself. The Lord spoke to you something to bring today. Bring it. Um, I will let you know that these first two rows, um, the ushers, beyond the first two rows, there will not be a center usher this morning. So get to know your neighbor. Pass the bucket. And just, if you feel awkward, just say, bring it as you pass it, okay? They'll take the awkwardness out of it. So we appreciate you helping us with that, with our new seating arrangement for right now. So let's take up that offering. And let's pray over it. Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity again to sow seed into your kingdom, Father God. And we, we want to thank you for what you've done in this house. Father God, the people that you've brought here, the spiritual guests, uh, gifts that sit under this roof, Father, we just thank you that we are abundant with them. And Father, we thank you for the buildings that you provided and the seats that you provided for those buildings that uh, we are not without in this house, you have been so faithful to bless us in our giving, and we just commit to continue in that, Father God, for the generations to come. We're so in seed, Father, and we thank you that your hand is going to be upon it long after we are here to see it, and we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Good morning, Lake Church. Hallelujah. Well, I wanted to thank each and every one of you that participated and helped us this past week. We were able to um, accommodate people from five to six different uh, states. Um, You know, it was um, people from all over the United States converged upon this place, and uh, it was because of the faithful service of each and every one of you that gave of your time and your energy every night, that they were tremendously blessed and accommodated. Amen? And I want to thank you. It was a tremendous blessing to see everybody just pitching in, doing what they're called to do, and uh, I really, I, I, I think bigger things are ahead because of what I saw in our body. Amen? In our body during those days. Amen. And uh, praise the Lord. We're very excited about the future, very excited about what God is doing right here at Lake Church. Amen. 4851 Junction. Amen. Who would have thought an old machine shop would turn into what it is today? Amen. Only God. Only God. Amen. Hallelujah. And He is good. And his mercy endures forever, amen? Hallelujah. Well, I'm very excited to have an international guest with us. Someone from Nigeria. One of the best friends of our beloved Fidelis. Fidelis, stand up. and listen. We haven't seen Fidelis around here except for coming to school. Amen. He's looking good. Looking good. Nice little outfit there. This looks great. <laughs> I met Bishop John R a back in the 90s. Uh, we were a lot younger in those days. And uh, I was um, basically the liaison for Pastor David Emai. And we went and we had adventures. We went and had some good food and had some good fellowship and our hearts just linked together, and uh, I was very, very blessed when he contacted me many years later, and we reconnected again, and uh, uh, this man is a tremendous voice in his nation. He has uh, two, television, two television programs that he does all over his nation, and uh, he is a tremendous soul winner, a tremendous um, overseer of the church in Nigeria. And we're honored to have him. He's, he's definitely, he, he is royalty. And we are grateful for him. And we want to give him a warm welcome as he comes up here and ministers to us today. Bishop John Are from Nigeria. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Pastor. Uh, it's an honor to be here and I can't consider it as a privilege, it's not a right. I want to thank God for your man of God, you know, for the love that he has for God and for people. You're going nowhere if you don't have the agape kind of love. If you don't love your neighbor, you don't love your sisters or brothers, and you just love only yourself, that will take you nowhere. He has demonstrated and shown to me that he loves me and he loves the work we are doing. If you don't mind, could you give a big hand to your pastor and the first lady? Where is, is the first lady here? She's not here. All right, you told me, you know, the mother, I just had a surgery, right? Well, she will recover fully and she will not die but leave in the name of Jesus Christ. All right, but I appreciate all of you, the pastors, the ministers. Please give them a big hand. I'm grateful. You will not go home the same way you came. Tell your neighbor you will not go home the same way you came. Well, the engineer, give me more volume because we preach hard in Africa. You know, do not expect me to preach like your pastor. He's a very good teacher and been a blessing to us. But sometimes we jump, sometimes we shout, sometimes we run. You know, when the Holy Ghost hits you, you can't be the same. Amen. I'm not here to talk about religion. I'm here to talk about the one that changed my life. That made me, you know, took me from the gutter, took me from gangsters, took me from a bad boy, and made me a good one. Are you listening to me? I was not born a Christian. I was a rascal. And we were running around... You know, in fact, I used to say drugs, you know, even when I was in my high school. But God delivered me and Jesus touched my heart. And since 1975, I can still remember February 1975, I told God, here I am. I want to serve you. I want to give all my life to you. And that's what is all about. You know, there are some people who look at us that we miss our way, we miss our destiny, we miss, you know. As a matter of fact, when I was walking and I tender resignation that I was going to Bible school, I had the call of God, my manager told me that our general overseer, then some of you must have heard of his name, late Archbishop Idahosa, that he messed up my brain. <laughs> That I didn't know what I was doing. How could I resign from my job and say I'm going to be a pastor? That that is one of the most foolish things you can think of. But look at the foolishness today. You know? (laughs) If that was foolishness, this is good foolishness. Oh, yes. Because God took me from nothing and made me to become something. When you talk about having even the teens of this world, by the grace of God, God has blessed me with a fine house, fine wife, fine children, fine everything. Why? Because I decided to seek God first, and he's adding all the good things to my life. And I promise you today, if you will focus on Jesus, if you will give your whole heart totally to him, and you will make him your priority and number one, he will give you everything you desire. Tell your neighbor, seek you first. I say talk to your neighbor, seek you first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added to you. Yeah, that girlfriend you are looking for will be added to you. The boyfriend you're looking for will be added to you and you'll get married. Are you listening to me? If that is your pursuit and you're just pursuing the things of this world, you won't get them. The key to getting them is he must be number one. Can I hear his number one? Well, sometimes I talk by the leading of the spirit and I believe somebody needed that word that I've just spoken But today, we'll be looking at something different. And God has given me a word. Are you listening to me? God has given me a word to speak to this house all the way from Africa or Nigeria, Africa. God sent me to this house to tell you today and those of you here online that you keep on keeping on. Tell your neighbor, keep on keeping on tell him again, no matter what, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you have gone through, keep on keeping on. All right, can we read the scripture? Habakkuk chapter three. Habakkuk chapter three. Probably my brother or somebody could read for me starting from verse 17 to 18. If you see, you can read. Anybody, <laughs> Habakkuk three seventeen. All right, you will need a microphone. Not mine. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'll borrow you.
1: Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit beyond the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like deer's and makes me tread on my high places.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Heavenly Father, I thank you. I ask for your anointing to fill up my life and bless these people this morning. Let yokes be destroyed. Let bodies be removed. Let bodies be healed. By your word, in the name of Jesus Christ, encourage the discouraged. Uplift the brokenhearted heal the wounded in Jesus mighty name I have prayed and everybody said amen Amen. what you must understand is that life can be tough life can be difficult the man standing before you has seen so many things many troubles and many trials Now, if anybody tells you that once you come to Christ, everything will be rosy, everything will be fine, every day will be Christmas, that's a lie. We're going to go through trials. We're going to be tried. We're going to be persecuted. Are you listening to me? At this time, Israel was going through trouble. And... Habakkuk went to God as an intercessor and trying to plead on behalf of Israel, even though they've been walking in sin, sin will mess you up. It's like you didn't hear me. I say, if you walk in sin, sin will mess you up. But if you walk in righteousness, righteousness will uplift you, righteousness will protect you, righteousness will build you up. It doesn't mean you won't see trials, but you will come out shining. Are you listening to me? So Israel was in trouble and Habakkuk went to God and pleading for mercy and asking God and pray. Have you ever prayed and it looked as if God was silent? No answer? It look as if you are just, you know, against the wall? and you are wondering, why am I serving God? Where was God when I lost my child? Where was God when I lost my husband? Where was God when I lost my wife? The loss of a loved one or spouse can break you into pieces. There are some of you hearing the sound of my voice at this hour. You are at your breaking point, you are thinking of quitting. You are thinking of giving up. You are thinking of turning your back on Jesus. But I have come all the way from Africa to let you know you need to keep on keeping on. That no matter what you go through, God is on your side. I say God is on your side. And if God be for you, no man can be against you. Yes, you will go through trials. Yes, you will go through the rain. You will go through the storm. You will go through the fire. But God... God has promised to bring you out and off your, all your troubles. Tell your neighbor he will deliver. Come on, come on. Talk to your neighbor. He will surely deliver you. Don't give up. Don't turn your back on God. Don't say things are too hard. I know your heart has been broken. Listen. Somebody proposed to you and said, I want to marry you. I started dating you. I have been going on with you for years. And now it's time you start planning for wedding. You've even bought your wedding gown and everything. A week to the wedding, this young man woke up to you or call you on phone. I'm no more interested. What are you going to do? I have witnessed where a bride was brought to the church and we were waiting for the bridegroom. And bridegroom didn't show up. And the woman collapsed. That is life. She could say, Well, I don't want to serve God anymore because God has, you know, let me down. God has disappointed me, but God didn't disappoint you. It is one crazy guy that disappointed you. Are you listening to me? Somebody who is not faithful. Somebody who did not mean well for you. And when some people walk out of your life, you should learn to thank God for them. You didn't hear me. I said when bad people walk out of your life, you should learn to thank God for it. You don't have to weep and cry and mourn over that. Because a better man is coming your way. I say a better man is coming your way. A better woman is coming your way. I'm preaching to the spinsters and the bachelors who are planning to marry. Do you know there are people who see married people when they are kissing each other. Ah, They think that's all about marriage. You know? And they are fooled into saying they want to marry. Listen, if you are going to marry, marriage goes with troubles. Are you listening to me? If you don't want trouble, don't marry. <laughs> are you listening to me? Because you may want to drink Coke and your wife is looking for another thing to drink. Two of you are from different backgrounds and trouble starts. Huh? just keeping your shoe behind the door can create problem and you say in our home we don't keep shoes behind the door we keep shoes under the bed and he said no behind the door no under the bed behind the door I said behind the door <laughs> and before you know the argument we come up and before you know it he slaps you he starts abusing you trouble has started. Something that started with joy and going well is now being tolerated. While you are eager to wed, there are those who are planning to go out of marriage. As I'm speaking right now, there are those who have fired up, you know, divorce paper and they want to get out of marriage. But if you are hearing the sound of my voice, the Lord has sent me to tell you, keep on keeping on, weeping may endure for a night. But your joy comes in the morning. It will not last forever. Tell your neighbor troubles don't last always. Come on, come on. Tell your neighbor troubles don't last always. Just hold on just keep holding on just stand your ground don't give up be steadfast unmovable always abandoned in the work of the Lord if God is on your side and if God has called you and you are faithful to him he will turn things around for you he will make the bad things to become good are you listening to me because he knows how to make bad things to become good are you listening to me They may look bad to you, but God will use them to promote you. Somebody is coming out of trouble this morning. I said somebody is coming out of trouble this morning. Somebody is being healed this morning. Somebody is being delivered this morning. Come on, shout hallelujah somebody. So Habakkuk said, "Whether the fig tree blossoms or not, or there are no fruits, I will rejoice. Why? Because you need to count it all joy when you go through trials for the trying of your faith. Work at patience, but let patience have her perfect work. Are you listening to me? Many of us, because we are used to hamburgers and you know all the junk houses." I don't get offended when I call them junk houses. They only make you fat. They don't give you any strength. <laughs> junk foods. All right? Fast food. Because we are used to them microwave, just one minute, and the food is ready. Life is not like that. If you are going to really enjoy life, you need to wait. For those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. If you don't give up, your change is going to come. I say your change is going to come. I see change coming your way. I say I see... Why are you looking at me like that? I say I see change coming your way. Come on, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will turn it for your good. And he will work it out for your good. Are you listening to me? A lot of things have happened in my life that people thought I was finished. That that was the end of my life. You know? When you are gathered together like this, it's fine. I want you to pray. This is a prophetic word to your man of God. There are people planning an attack against him. And they are thinking of how to destroy the walk. But I stand on this altar. If you will agree with me, we will pray. Every weapon formed against your man of God shall never prosper. It will not stand. Are you listening to me? There are people that know you. They are close to you. But they are looking for how you will make mistake. They're looking for how you will go wrong and they will use that as an excuse to destroy you. But they will not prosper. I said they will not prosper. I pray for you that God will stand by you and you will stand as you are faithful to him. He will keep you from all evil. Are you listening? Every Ahitofer's cancer will become nothing. You didn't understand what I've just said. I say every Ahintofel. Ahintofel was the advisor to David. He was close to David, but he was the one being used to try to destroy David and advise Absalom to destroy his father. Are you listening to me? There are people like that. Not everybody that opens teeth and smiles at you is a friend, some of them are enemies. But they don't write it on their forehead. They are just waiting and looking for your weakness and looking for a loophole where they can get into you. But God will protect you. God will keep you. God will uphold you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When men are looking for how to destroy you, God will build a hedge of defense around you. Come on, shout amen, somebody. Tell him on how keep on keeping on no matter what no matter what you face no matter what comes your way stand your ground don't give up I say don't give up be like apostle Paul he said we have seen many troubles 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 verse 8 I think I need to get it I need to get it quickly 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 verse 8 Pastor Bob, you still want to read for me? That would be fine. Yeah.
1: For we do not want to be ignorant, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself.
2: Is that in your Bible?
1: said, we
2: don't want you to be ignorant of the trouble that came upon us in Asia. That we were so pressed to a point that our strength couldn't stand it. We were in despair. Cast down, but not destroyed. And I pray for you this morning That as many of you That are going through troubles That are going through hard times God will be there for you The Holy Spirit will be there for you God will strengthen you He will wipe your tears Are you listening to me? I say he will wipe your tears And turn your sorrow into joy And turn your mourning I see somebody dancing I say, I see somebody dancing. Even in the midst of crisis, even in the midst of difficulties, you will shout for joy. Shout amen, somebody. I say, shout amen, somebody. It shall be well with you. They didn't say amen. I say, it shall be well with you. It doesn't matter what you're going through. God is on your side. I say, God is on your side it looks as if he's not there but he's there tell your neighbor he's there tell your neighbor he's there all the time is God a good God how good is he is he good all all the time or is good sometimes is God good how many times do you believe it when you lose your car yes. is God good yes. when you lo- lose a loved one is God good yes. when you lose your job is God good yes. when you are like that nothing I said nothing can separate you from the love of Christ Paul said I'm persuaded neither death nor life nothing will separate me stand on your feet stand on your feet I'm true I don't have to preach all day long. I have delivered the message. God sent me from Africa to tell you, keep on keeping on. No matter what you go through, tell your neighbor, keep on keeping on. When people are trying to lure you and drive you or take you out of this gathering, don't accept it. Keep on keeping on. Are you listening to me? When they are trying to so strive in the house, discourage them and stop them. Shut their mouth down and keep on keeping on. Are you listening to me? For we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against wicked spirits in high places. There are satanic power. They don't like our gathering. You don't know what you are enjoying here come to Nigeria. Sometimes you are preaching, that may be your last preaching. They could gun you down, attack the church, burn it down. It's happening almost every day, especially in the north. But God is still God. And God is still on our side. Are you listening to me? They have sent assassins to come and take off, take away my life. But God stood for me. They entered into my house and as the other, one of them brought out a gun and he wanted to shoot me, his colleague stopped him. It's the Holy Ghost that moved on my behalf. And the second one said don't kill the pastor. If you shoot him, I will shoot you. And they came together. They were together. They were sent together. But when the enemy comes like a flood, I say when the enemy comes like a flood, the spirit of God will raise a standard. I see God fighting you. I say God will fight your battles. They they didn't hear me. I say God is going to fight your battles. You don't have to worry. You don't have to have sleepless night. Just rock steady. Look at your neighbor and say rock steady, baby. Come on, talk to him. Say, rock said it, baby. Oh, yes. If you forget every other thing, don't forget this one. God is in control of your life. And he will keep you. He will protect you. He is not a man that he should lie. Not a son of man that he should repent. If he said it, that settles it. Are you listening to me? Lift your two hands to heaven. And say, Father... My life is in your hand. No man can take my life except you allow it. And what is good for me is what you will give to me. You know what is good for me. I surrender my will to your will. Have your way in my life. Let me live for you. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you for the things you've done for me are they meant to eat? Say amen. amen. Put in your hand. Look at me straight to my eye. I want to ask you a question. If after today God does not do anything for you will you still serve him? Even your darkest hour you prayed and prayed and prayed and things still go bad. Will you still serve him? Listen. Some of you are going to run with horses. You are running with footmen presently. And you are not able to overtake them. What are you going to do when it's time to run with horses? But he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty and you will say like David God is my refuge a very present help in the time of trouble therefore I will not be moved in Psalm 61 it said when I'm overwhelmed with trouble lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Say father, lift those hands against it. Father, without you, I'm nothing. Without you, I'm going nowhere. In you I live, I move, I have my being. You are my sufficiency. You are my life. Amen. Amen remain standing close your eyes everybody don't be afraid nobody's coming to attack you or do anything God is here I say God is here so you don't have to be afraid close your eyes and if you are in this house and you have not given your life to Christ you don't know him oh you are a target of the enemy and he can easily finish you but with him in your life he's your rock is your shield. It's your buckler. You want to give your life to Christ? Could you raise your right hand up? You want Christ to be the Lord of your life. You have never done that before. I'm not talking about joining a church. I'm talking about having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Anybody? Anybody, I want to pray with you. Anybody? Thank God all of you are saved. I want to believe. Clap your hands. All of you are saved. That's what you are telling me. Amen. All right. Now, the fact that you are saved does not exempt you from trouble. Are you listening to me? Find time, spend time with God, and don't ever miss any time when this place is open. Are you listening to me? So that you can grow up in grace. Don't say, I don't have time for God. I don't. Listen, the things you are running after, once your breath is over, that's the end. You don't know the day you're going to die. I don't know the day I'm going to die. But once you are dead, that is the end. But while you are alive, serving with all your strength, love God with all your heart. Anything you can do to promote God, do it. Are you listening to me? And the Lord will bless you. Amen. Amen. I won't close without telling you maybe sit down, sit down, sit down. <laughs> Does it look like I'm giving you command? I'm, I'm not giving you a command. Please sit down. <laughs> All right. I can uh, leave the podium until I tell you some of the things we're going through. Like you told you we're on two stations we are owing them presently about $2,000 That's the equivalent. Television in Nigeria is cheap because they are charging us a dollars for a quarter you know which is not bad you know. I don't know how to do it here but I know it's, it's higher here okay. So I'm owing them and the, the, the general manager may God bless him he told me he's waving off one quarter. He's giving it to God as a support for my ministry. That he does not want the message to stop. And I don't think he want the message to stop. It's not that I want to show my fine suit on TV. I want the world to go. We are the only one that can challenge what the bad government of our country is doing. Are you listening to me? And this is why they hate me because he knows me. I will not, you know, Pastor Fidelis knows me. I will not be quiet seeing evil being practiced. I will speak against it. Are you listening to me? In the days of Israel, it was the prophet that were governing Israel. What they tell the king is what he's going to do. And God has raised us up. The church must wake up and take his place and be able to speak against the ills in the society and come against every deadly thing that is being practiced. If there were good churches in Russia, Putin will not be doing what he's doing in Ukraine now. That may be hard for you. I don't know if you are on the side of Putin but I don't support what is bad. What, how do you feel when you are in your house you've been having your car you have your children you have your home quietness and you were playing nice gospel music and suddenly your country is invaded and you are driven out of your house without notice you didn't commit any offense how will you feel now you are running for your life the money you have in the bank account means nothing to you anymore because all that you are after now is to have escape and save your life. So there are bad leaders all over the world, including my own country. But we are going to pray them out. Yeah. Hear me. I said we are going to pray them out. Yeah. What the church binds on earth is bound in heaven. And what we lose here is what we be lose. There. Don't be a coward and be quiet. Do something. Say something. They want to kill you. Let them kill you. You won't die more than once. (laughs) Can I hear you, man? (laughs) That's the truth. That's the truth. So, I need your support. How many of you are willing to help our ministry in Africa to grow and grow and grow? There are thousands joining the church every week we have new people in the church as a result of evangelism. You must tell people about Jesus. If you don't tell them, they will not be saved. Are you listening to me? So I want to appeal to you to help me to propagate the gospel. Our equipments just broke down. We need a swisher, a good one. We need some new cameras. We need some other things. And sometimes even one person can buy all those things. All the things I'm talking about, they are not more than $5,000 by the grade or the kind of thing we are trying to buy. We're not talking of big, you know, there are cameras of $25,000. You know, those who are professionals, they know what I'm talking about. But we just need something that can capture and we play and it's going on. And I want you to do something about it. So I'm going to challenge you this morning by the grace of God that you respond to realities. See, I will respond to realities. Are there people in the house that can give Africa and give, you know, Life Christian Center just a hundred dollar, you know, for the ministry? Could you raise your hand if you could do that? A hundred dollar? Anybody? Anybody? Just raise your hand. It's only your hand I need. Thank you. That's one, two. Just keep it on. I want two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Any other hand? Well, I'm going to leave it to your pastor because I believe you will respond to him maybe you don't I'm not speaking English (laughs) and if at all I'm speaking English you don't understand it you know but God bless you and God will protect you whatsoever you can do even those of you online do it and the Lord will protect you you can write it to the church the church will look for a way to get it to us The Lord bless you. The Lord protect you. Stand on your feet. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. There's a lady here with a stomach problem. It's been long, it's been troubling you for a long time. You know, actually, it's connected to your womb. It's connected to your womb. And when you are walking, you feel the pain more. And God is healing that person right now. Uh, you'll close your eyes by your head. The spirit of the Lord is, is in this place. The spirit of the Lord is in this place. Yes, a man, you're having problem with your eyes. You're having problem with your eyes. Actually, your right eye is blinking and blinking nonstop, aching you. God is healing that eye even now, in the name of Jesus. I'm not hearing amen. God is walking in our midst. Tell your neighbor, keep on keeping on. No matter what. Because God cares about you. Amen. Put your hand on your body. Just like this. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I release your word and your power to go forth into their body. Heal them. Deliver them. Set them free from every attack of the enemy. And let the world know that you love your church and you love your children. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Every plan of the enemy to attack your life or to take away your life shall fail woefully in the name of Jesus Christ. Your going out and your coming in is protected. You are covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. And the name of Jesus is your authority. I say, the name of Jesus is your authority. And walk in that dominion, walk in that authority. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. And the church said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Let's welcome your
1: pastor. Put your hand together.
2: Thank you. John.
1: Thank, you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Well, you can be seated just for a moment. we take up our offering for John and his ministry. I believe that you can see that he is good ground to sow into. And, of course, the nation of Nigeria you can change the fate of nations through your prayers and through your giving amen and so we want to give you an opportunity to do that as well right now and uh, the envelopes are in the seat backs in front of you you can also text to give you can also give online at uh, lake-church.com giving tab and then you can also text to give i believe did i repeat that I did, alright, so that must be where we need to go Alright, so just good things, amen And uh, you are investing in a, in a tried and true man of God Now, how many years have you been pastoring there in Nigeria? Oh, over four decades, 42 years So this is a solid ministry, this isn't a fly-by-night ministry This is something that you can invest in knowing that it's going to go to the people and uh is going to go to transform the nation amen so we want to give you an opportunity you can give just you can write your check out to lake church we'll make sure that hundred percent goes to uh our uh guests and we're just very grateful amen amen, amen. so i'm going to pray and then we're going to take up our offering and then uh at the close i guess we're going to have a close right someone's closing all right, okay, Rebecca's closing. Uh, there's going to be ministers that are going to be up here, and they're going to be here to help you with uh, getting saved, being uh, rededicating your life, being filled with the Spirit, healed and delivered. So you don't need to leave here without getting what you came for, amen? Jesus wants to transform your life today. You don't need to leave the way you came in, amen? So, Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for this ministry. We thank you for our connection uh, with our brother right now in the name of Jesus. And we just give so that the ministry can expand and grow in Jesus' name. Amen.